Hello, this is Lisa Fertali with Me, Money, and Mold. And today I have a really special guest, a woman who I'm just going to let her tell her story about, well, I found her by sheer miracle a couple years ago when I was sick again. And her name is Elsie Kearns. And I'm just going to um, have Elsie tell you what she saw or what she does because I think everybody should understand and has the capacity to understand how Elsie can help you. So welcome, Elsie. Thank you, Lisa, for this opportunity to be with you on the podcast. I want to start out by saying that my personal journey began also with health issues and I wasn't getting results in the traditional system. So I began seeking alternative holistic opportunities to help me heal. But this was back in the late 80s and there was not a lot of that available or people didn't really know a lot about it. So I started with chiropractic and yoga and I began to look at life in a whole different way. And I also had to take responsibility and look at, you know, my diet and get my body moving with more exercise. So the yoga was a new venture and and that helped me do that. And that progressed into a real passion for what this was all about to the point where I met Donna uh, Donna Eden in 2007. But even before that, in the early 90s, I studied with Barbara Brennan, who was a former uh, NASA uh, astrophysicist, and she developed a healing program in New York, which was absolutely, you know, cutting edge at that time. In fact, so cutting edge that many of the people in the class were from California, because they were already doing that out there, things like Reiki and hands-on healing. And you know, the East Coast is a little bit slow to catch up. So for the last 30 plus years, I've been uh, training and I've had the uh, privilege of training with some of the most uh, talented healers, including Barbara Brennan and uh, Donna Eden. But when I met Donna Eden uh, in 2000, What excited me the most was that the things that she was teaching and showing us, you could actually teach other people. Yeah. So that they could integrate that into their everyday life. And one of the things I want to remind people is that we are living longer than ever. So we need to have ways to take care of ourselves in between whatever else we need. And complementary alternative medicine can really be interfaced very gracefully with traditional medicine. So we have traditional medicine, we have surgery when's needed, but on an everyday basis, people need to take responsibility for their own health and healing. So I will say, of course, my biggest downfall is ice cream. (laughs) Ben and Jerry's, is that what you you said? (laughs) I've had to go gluten-free now. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm 76 and I am still out here teaching, loving it and teaching people. And 
The gift that Donna brought was that we were able to integrate kinesiology, which is muscle testing. So we actually get the body to talk to us and tell us what's going on. Because you're always your own healer. You just have to find the tools that resonate with you. So the kinesiology has been a great gift to understand and I've also taught people how to test some supplements or things for themselves to begin to listen to their own intuition and what they can do. Our work also encompasses things like you know clearing chakras and uh, learning how we can maybe sedate a meridian that's overcharged. Um, frequently you know I say to people if they're struggling with the flu or a bad cold and they're doing a lot of coughing, something really easy and simple is raking out your lungs. Literally take your fingertips, bring them together on the front of your chest and literally rake out. Imagine you're raking out the congestion, the post-nasal drip, whatever it is, because your imagination, your visualization and your mind play an enormous part in your overall health. And of That's course, true. yeah, we, we, we see that today. There's all kinds of things out there. There's tapping, there's visualization. You know, back in the 1920s, uh, Neville Goddard said, you know, the greatest gift we have is imagination. Yeah. And so we can, you know, imagine ourselves walking or healing or whatever it is that we need to do. So over the years, this has, you know, come together, but I would say, Lisa, today there is more information out there than ever before. So recently I was listening to Marissa Peer's work, and one of the things she reminds us is that the brain is listening to everything She's a therapist, isn't she? The one that says, I'm I'm not enough, and she gets her clients to write, I'm not enough on the mirror. Right, that I am enough, right. Or I'm sorry, yes, I am enough. I am enough. Yes. Um, You know, and she reminds us, your brain is listening to everything you say. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, if you're saying, oh, I'm, I'm scared to death of giving that talk, or standing up in front of the Rotary Club, or at the networking your body says well your brain says okay or you're really scared about that how about the flu you know (laughs) (laughs) i know it's not funny but that's true that's what happens right yes yeah yeah Yeah. so it's it's like you know it plays into our fears instead of our you know optimism uh dr joe dispenza is talking about becoming supernatural how the common person is doing the uncommon and he's teaching spirituality and how to use meditation to see yourself, your future self, you know, your greater self, instead of reliving every day as par- as your past. The same story over and over again. Yeah, yes. I know. Yeah. yeah. And I know you studied with Mike Dooley and many yeah. other people. Uh, Proctor Mike Dooley, yes. I, I also have a scientific background, so I... Years and years ago, I was studying in search of the engram and how we learn. And this was when I was in college. And, and so funny that it all kind of comes back to you, the physiology, the understanding your body that you never, I never applied the things that I learned in college to myself. I was, you know, I did a lot of animal labs and, and that type of thing. And 
it was psychology, but it was more science-based. It wasn't the counseling, mm-hmm. but the, um, what you said is we hear our, that we hear the, I call it the loop in your head mm-hmm. constantly and how you can change your story any minute you want to. And you have permission, just give yourself permission to do it. And, um, yeah, I, I think that, you know, seeing you and you helping me, I mean, I, I know there were all kinds of blockages and I had all kinds of things going on in my head. It was the war going on in my head. And I've said that I think there's a lot of people with the war going on in their head and it's never enough and they don't have enough degrees and they, the, all the house needs to be bigger and then they get there and then they think, oh, now all of this owns me. I have no life and um, I'm, I'm not happy and I have no time for myself and that's when the crashes come, right? I mean, you must see that. I mean, maybe people don't have to get there, but I think everybody gets there at some level, especially if you've got kids, a business, a spouse, you've got a lot of things on your plate and mostly women, right? I mean, I think men get that too. Businessmen, maybe, I don't know. I see that, saw that with my husband. So um, you're, what you teach people is l- truly um, empowering and life-changing, doing it every day. Um, the things that I can't, I'm holding the phone, but the, what we, you should talk about the spleen. I don't think people realize that that's an easy exercise and it's always needed to be. Yes. The spleen. Well, what people don't realize, first of all, in our traditional medical system, if someone injured their spleen years ago, they used to take your spleen out. But they no longer do that because they discovered that one of the most important things the spleen does for us is fight infection. So if someone has to have their spleen taken out or had it taken out when they were younger, playing sports or whatever, what we teach them is how to keep the spleen strong energetically. Because remember, we all have that energy grid that allows us to be in the physical form. And we absolutely know that that's true if we just look at the, the uh, situation of, of phantom pain where you know someone may lose a limb, but they actually have pain in the area where the limb originally was. So our natural mind would say, well, how is that possible? How's it? And it's possible because the grid that energy grid is still there. So we're always working to raise the vibration of that energy grid. The same thing happens with gallbladder. That's a very popular surgery. People have that out and then they think, oh, now I can have some ice cream and butter. And if they try to do that, it still makes them sick. So their question is why? I had the gallbladder out, but the grid is still there. So the same issue still exist. So with the spleen, she's really your mother organ. She metabolizes your food, your feelings, your thoughts, your emotions. She balances your blood chemistry. So if somebody comes to our office to see the acupuncturist and maybe a woman going through menopause and she's having heavy bleeding, first thing the acupuncturist is going to do is test her spleen. Why isn't that regulating blood now the way that it should? 
So anything dealing with blood is also related to the spleen. So we can actually go under the armpit right to the end of the rib cage there. And sometimes I use my fist or my fingers and we can tap spleen 21 there. And it might be a little bit tender if something is tender on us. It's just saying, oh, I need a little extra help here. Hmm. I remember learning that from you, but I just learned something else about, okay, good. (laughs) So, you know, we just have so many ways that we can help ourselves through life. And it is all about taking personal responsibility for our health. So people have had to do more of that because insurance doesn't cover everything like it did in the old days. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, I have a, a like an eight minute um, revitalizing wellness routine that we can do every day and they hit all the key points. We also have tapping and one of the best uh let's say, uh, miracles itself of tapping is that it can bypass that fight or flight loop because everybody, just what you were talking about, has that uh, voice of inner judgment that is renting space in their head, (laughs) telling them negative things all day long. Yes, I know. I have my mom living with me now. And I think that's a demographic of the sandwich generation where you've got adult kids you still have a life and you're taking care of an elderly parent. And that dynamic in and of itself can be a very stressful situation. If, I mean, because anybody I've ever mentioned that, they all go say to me, oh, how's that going? And I say, it's good, it's good. You know, she's good, my mom's good. Um, It's all the perspective of people feeling like nothing ever, you know, people, I don't know, thinking we're all going to live forever, right, in this body. We're all going to live forever, and um, nothing ever changes when we're constantly changing, constantly. And um, fearing change and trying to hang on to the status quo is what I think a lot of people do. It's the law of non-resistance if you just let it Whatever it is that you you feel is not in your life, abundance or health, you know, your exercises help you to see the ability you have in yourself, right? And not to feel like a victim. Like I felt like a victim so much when I was sick. I was searching for somebody to tell me how I could fix myself. And I had a lot of different things people told me and I didn't want to believe them and and I think it was by a miracle that I saw you even the second time because I revisited that those thoughts and they weren't I wasn't finished I guess of feeling like I had to prove something or to I just wanted to be happy and healthy and abundant. I wanted everything that I thought everybody else had and realized I had it all along. But it was a journey that, I mean, some of it wasn't fun, Elsie, but I think getting to meet people like you and seeing real, like I've met a lot of people, but my, my intuition kept steering me away from 
a lot there's a lot of people out there now you have to admit this that aren't that are telling people I I always wanted to go to somebody that would free help me free myself like teach me something so I can get on with my life I don't want to be tethered to a pill a doctor or even a healer for the rest of my life I want to know what it is how can I how can I be happy and healthy right now and feel like I can see the light at the end of the tunnel and I think that's why I saw you mm-hmm. you know I knew I knew of Donna Eden but I, I, with other people I went to this to them but I came here you were right in my backyard I thought I'm so lucky that you're here and I don't have to go wherever to California to New York I'm right here you're right here so I think that's a powerful thing that can and you can also help people at a distance they don't need to be here correct correct yes um energy first of all has no boundaries yeah. so I do a lot of distant healing with people with children or with pets and um that was one of the specialties that we learned at Barbara Brennan's and and I I love it. Uh, usually I do a little either on the phone or on Zoom we talk with the, that person and then I have them lay down and rest and I work on them just like they're here uh, in my presence. So again, distant healing and we really Lisa do that all the time. Yeah. If we think of someone who's struggling and we just send them a prayer or loving thought, we almost always hear from them within a short time, you know, an email, a phone call. Yes, something. I've had that happen. Yeah. I tell my kids, um, I learned this, all these things that I've read from uh, Jose Silva, mm-hmm. where I, where you put somebody, uh, you, someone you love, and I know you start in the left, and you know, I don't know, like a bubble in your head. And I, so I say to my kids, I put you in a bubble every day. And they laugh. And he said, it's a bubble of unconditional love. You, Jerry, my mom, the cats, my dad, who's, just, who's gone physically, and my grandparents. And I put a lot of people there. Anybody that I know or love, and I think, oh, I'm going to put you in my bubble. This is in the morning. I say a prayer that's by um, oh, Louise Hay. And, uh, you know, anything, and I do, I do that... Um, the energy medicine. I didn't do it all this morning. I did some Qigong. Um, but when I think of it, I even do it in my head. Mm-hmm. If I'm mm-hmm. sitting somewhere and I haven't done it, I see myself doing it. <laughs> and I think, it still well, works. it still works. <laughs> and, you know, and what's the result is uh, you love life more. You love life more. Yeah. You feel more you realize you've created it. You don't feel guilty for creating the illness or anything. And people say, you know, you've, I've had people say that to me. You know, you created that. I'm like, well, to say that to somebody when they're very sick is very, you, you feel more like a victim. You think, well, okay, well, how can I stop this downward spiral? Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't feel like that when I came to see you. Yeah, um, I don't. You know. Yeah, I know you wouldn't say that. that. Yeah, Yeah. I've had people say that to me, and when I was very sick, like five years ago, and I thought, well, darn, (laughs) can you help 
<laughs> or you're just going to make me feel more like a victim. Mm-hmm. So that's, um, and I think that is prevalent in our society also of kind of piling on people who are, they, they need help. They need hope. They, they need, need hope. hope. Yes. They do not need someone to tell them they've created this. Yes. This is part of their journey in life. And what they need is help, hope, and support to move through it and learn whatever they need to learn from it. Uh, you know, Dr. Joe Dispenza and Lynn McTaggart are doing these. Um, Lynn McTaggart's doing the Power of Eight healing, and they're all long distance. They're having phenomenal success with that. Dr. Joe Dispenza is doing that live at his different events uh, with people, eight people around one individual. And people are having incredible successes with this kind of healing. And with Dr. Joe's work and with Lynn's work, there's no touching actually. You know, there's just surrounding that person with a high vibration and sending that to them. But there's no physical touching. A person is just there in the center, whether they're in a chair or lying on the floor or a table. And so it's a very non-invasive but powerful way to send healing to someone where everybody's comfortable and everybody benefits. Those that are giving the healing have said how much they're benefiting as much as those that receive it. She Did she write the field? Uh, yes. Inti- yes, and I, the yeah. intention experiment. Intention experiment, and, yes. And she's actually, you know, was a research journalist. Mm-hmm. That was her background, you know. Yeah, I have a couple of her books. I've read the, the, the intention experiment. The intention yes. experiment, yeah. right. Um, you know, the other thing I would say that you were talking about earlier is, yes, people want to be happy. They want to have that inner peace. Yes. And uh, they want abundance. So... I do that new moon abundance check Mm -hmm. and I've had people come to me have had different successes with it and I've actually started recently just doing something called abundance sessions and I'm helping people look at where where is your stumbling block with abundance and in money itself or relationships or emotions your health your spirituality how about your passion or your pleasures? Where are the blocks that you can let go so you can open abundance in all of those areas for yourself? Yes, I feel that from people because I used to be in the money business. I say that. So they desensitize you to money when you're in the money business. It's just zeros. I had people say that to me. I know that, you know, I would ask for, I had to ask for 250000 to open an account when I first got in the business 20 years ago. And you become desensitized. It's the story, as I've said many times, I love the market. To me, it's not about making money as much as the story of the companies, the story of the people. What are they doing? Why are they doing it? And for the most part, they're doing it. They saw a need. You know, they're, they're employing people. It's a good thing. It's not this bad thing. And it's a uplifting thing. And, I, and the, one of the sayings in the market is, a rising tide lifts all boats. And it's that feeling of uh, affirming life. And that's why I, I love it, because it's about uh, forward thinking and futuristic technology and 
good futuristic technology and there's more advances in our past 50 years than there's ever been in our lifetime. And, and most of it, I would say, if you, you know, the glass half full, the glass, most of it's better than, than not. And um, so like, like your ability to help people through this, what we're doing right now, who thought of a podcast many, many years ago with the device that I have in my hand and allows people to have hope. That's what you said. And, that, and that's what I didn't have when I was sick five years ago. And that's why I sought out many different people. Because when you go to somebody who doesn't have an answer, they kind of, dis in the Western, Western doctors, not all of them, but some of the ones that I went to, I was dismissed. That's the way it felt like I was dismissed. Here, here's a script, here's something, make another appointment and go away. And you sense that, that I don't, don't wanna make another appointment. I want an answer now. I need to know now. And um, that frantic feeling that people have when they don't have answers. And what you teach people is you've had the answer. You just kind of have to get off the merry-go-round for a little while, right? I mean, no, not quit your job, but just decompress and unplug and um, learn that um, you're going to be okay, right? Yeah. Well, the answer is inside of you. Yeah. But remember, the universe is inside of you. And so it's like, you know, Einstein said, you, you can't solve a problem with the same yeah, the <laughs> issue same, that right? created it. Yeah. And so the universe likes to surprise us with different ways that we can do healing or that we can find that answer, but we have to be open to it. So we have to, just what you said a few minutes ago, let go a little bit and be open to something new and something different. Yeah. How can people reach you, Elsie? I know you have a lot of, you're a very busy woman and you've got a lot going on, but if somebody wanted to reach you, how can they reach you? Well, I would say the easiest way, my website is wellnesswithelsie.com. They can go there and there are some free resources, uh, you know, some videos like on how to write the abundance check if you're not sure and, you know, how to get a session with me. Uh, also, uh, I do a monthly Women Healing Women in the World webinar. We have different guests on talking about their profession. These are usually dynamic women entrepreneurs and we do it once a month. We just have one hour and by the way toward the end of that time the last you know 10 or 12 minutes we actually do distant healing. I have my prayer bowl with all the people in it that have asked for healing okay. and as a group we all hold intention. We're on Zoom, mind you, and yes. send healing yeah. Yeah. to those people in the prayer bowl. Hmm. So people can create their own prayer bowl. That's a great way to pray for a lot of people at once. Something similar to what you said about the bubble yeah. in your head, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. They can also email me, Elsie, at wellnesswithelsie.com, or they can call me at 856 988-7426. Okay, well, um, 
Thank you, Elsie. I, it was always, it's always just to be in your presence and listen to what you're saying. It's just that you should want to do that. Anybody listening should want to, uh, uh, if you can, if you're in South Jersey, my, um, my opinion and my suggestion because of what I experience is it's well worth to come see Elsie. Yes, and she can help you long distance, but it, nothing beats being, in, it, to me anyway, um, in your presence, in somebody's face-to-face with someone who can help you. There's, it, it beats everything. So um, thank you, Elsie, and um, thank you for spending time with me. You're welcome. Thank you, Lisa. It's always a lot of fun to be with you. Oh, thank you. Well, thanks very much for listening, and um, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.